Today is January the 31st. Is it true that what goes around comes around? Let's find out together as we Genesis 29 to 31. So today, uh, still working through the Bible in one year, let's read Genesis 29, 30 and 31. This week, we're looking at the story of Jacob. So in Genesis chapter 29, last week we saw how it was that Bible times were not peaceful. There was open hostility. The hostility continues. Genesis chapter 29 is the story of Jacob who, fleeing from his brother Esau, goes to live with his uncle Laban. Now, he expects good treatment at Laban's house, and to a degree he gets it, but he falls in love with Laban's daughter, Rachel, asks Laban to marry her, but he has no dowry. What Laban tells him is, work for me for seven years, and you can marry my daughter. He does. Um, they go through the wedding ceremony which, in which the bride wears a veil. Uh, the veil is taken off under covers of night. And uh, when Jacob wakes up the next morning, he discovers that he had married not Rachel, the girl he loved, but Rachel's older sister, Leah. Laban explains that it's not our custom to marry the younger daughter before the older daughter. Jacob complains. Laban says, work for me for another seven years, but I'll give you Rachel after you complete the seven days of this wedding. He does. Uh, there's immediately to, uh, afterwards another wedding and uh, Jacob works for Laban for another seven years, total of 14 years. The deceiver is deceived. Um, chapter 30 is the story of the many children born to Jacob and the story of Jacob building his wealth. After the total of 14 years that he worked for Laban's two daughters, he agrees to work for him for another six years, um, now to increase his own wealth. Uh, read through those chapters, uh, you'll see some strange things. They're simply reporting what happened, uh, not saying the cause of what happened. If you have questions, email me. Uh, I'll explain to you what I meant. Chapter 31, Jacob leaves Laban, but again, open hostility. Jacob runs away at night. Laban chases him down, and it, it is interesting in verse 19, among everything that happened, Laban says, you've taken my daughters, you've taken my grandchildren, in verse 19 of chapter 31, 
At the time they left, Laban was some distance away shearing his sheep. Rachel stole her father's household idols and took them with her. Together with everything else that happened, Rachel decides to deceive as well. She steals her father's household gods. Now this is not apparently an attempt to worship those gods. Rather, the household gods were what was given to the firstborn. They would be used upon Laban's death to claim the birthright. And now they were missing. Laban pursues Jacob and uh, when he finds him, he says, why did you leave like that? You've, you've taken my daughters. I had no chance to say goodbye. You've taken my grandchildren. And what's more, you've stolen my household idols. Uh, Jacob says, I left because I knew you wouldn't want me to leave. Uh, as to the idols, I have no idea where they are. I didn't steal them. If you, you can search anywhere you want to in my camp. If you find them, we will kill the person who stole them. Of course, that was Rachel, the wife that Jacob loved. In chapter 31, verses 24 and 25, excuse me, 34 and 35, Rachel had taken the household idols and hidden them in her camel saddle, though she was now in a tent sitting on them. When Laban had thoroughly searched her tent without finding them, she said to her father, Please, sir, forgive me if I don't get up for you. I'm having my monthly period. So Laban continued his search, but he couldn't find the household idols. Now, at this time, apparently, uh, when a woman had her period, they did not have what we have today, tampons or, or pads. They used uh, cloth. And the woman would simply sit on the cloth until her period was done. She told her father, I'm having my period. You really don't want me to get up to you. And he said, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, that's where the idols were. The whole point of these three chapters is to go on telling us how it is that there continues to be open deception, open hostility, even within the family. The treaty that Jacob and Laban make is not a treaty for blessing the other, but a treaty that says, if you cross this boundary, May the God of our father, our grandfather Abraham, may the God of my father Jacob um, act on my behalf. It's a threat, not a blessing. What about you? As you read through this, is there hostility in your life? Hostility was certainly present with Jacob. Recognize that hostility. Tomorrow, we'll talk more about 
the hostility and ask the question, can we change? Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you used to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow we continue to look at the hostility and find out if we can truly change.